live from New York. It's the Beer Bettered Sports Podcast. I'm just kidding. We're not in New York. I will be, though, eventually. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Beer Bettered Sports Podcast, the podcast created by sports fans for sports fans because we believe we are the most qualified to talk about our favorite teams. And to be honest, we might be. I'm your co-host, Isaac. And I'm Kylie. And uh, we don't know where Calvin is. you know where Calvin is? I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. He hasn't been responding to our calls. Calvin, if you're out there, one, you're late, too. Hope you're okay, buddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, please. Seriously, though, are you? seriously though, we hope he's okay. We we actually have not heard from him, so we'll, we'll figure out what's up with him. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to episode forty nine. It is crazy to think that we have reached the final episode of the um, of the year, and I guess this means this is the season finale for season one of the Beer Battered Sports Podcast. Uh yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's been a crazy year. Yeah, I mean, it's not the like one year anniversary of us starting the show. That's going to come in a couple more episodes, but it's still, uh, you know, this ending is wrapping the up, ending the year. And I got to say, this has been a really fun year of doing this podcast uh, with everybody. I just want to say, I, I know you, Kylie, you're, you've uh, you've used this podcast and success to launch a second podcast, which is blowing up. Go follow uh, Bell Smashers podcast if you guys aren't following that great show. Um it's been a crazy year for us. You know, we've been part of a couple networks where the network we're currently part of the um, fired up sports network. Great guys. They're expanding. They just added uh, what's the new show that got added. Uh, Drunk on broad, drunk on broad. I think we've worked with them before. They're pretty yes. good. Guys. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So fun to see them joining the, joining the show, but uh, joining the network. I mean, but yeah, it's been a great year. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to talk about in the world of sports. We've had plenty of fun doing it. Want to shout out to you guys for your support. Uh, without you guys watching or listening, we wouldn't be able to do this show. So thank you guys. Um, with that being said, we got a great episode today. We're going to be talking about uh, some more offseason drama in, in baseball, taking a look at hockey where we have a new GOAT, Undisputed. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the awesome stuff that we saw in basketball over the weekend with the Christmas games and a certain game that happened last night. And of course, the NFL, which we're going to save for last with another crazy week with the playoff picture coming more, more, more clear. clear. Yeah. More clear. We're starting to see what could be, uh, what the matchups could be in a couple of weeks, but let's start with basketball before you start. Yeah. So I was not here last week, um, to say happy holidays. And I wasn't here to say rest in peace to Franco Harris. Um, yeah. both things are very important. <laughs> Uh, but Franco Harris should have had his jersey retired long, long before this year. Um, I agree. At least he knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So it's not like they're doing it. But, you know, rest in peace to Franco Harris and condolences to his family. Yeah, well, they, the Steelers honored him in a big way. We'll get to that in a sec. Um, that being said, do we want to talk about Luca? Let's do it. Luca went stupid. I I didn't watch this game, but I I saw. I didn't either. I saw. Well, I haven't watched a lot of basketball this year, to be honest. I haven't really been able to get into basketball this year as much. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I follow what the I follow what the Heat are doing, but that's it. Like, I'll look at the standings, but when we talk about it on the show, it's probably the only time I talk about it. Like the problem, I, I don't have, I I don't really just wa- I haven't been watching it this year. I really need to though. I, it, football has been so good this year that I haven't been able to get into the other sports leagues. But the second football right. over, we're getting back into it. Yeah, and I mean, with the Phillies going all the way, uh, 
I've had a lot of focus on that, so it's been hard to jumble everything as well. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, I, 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 nobody's gonna, nobody's judging. Nobody's judging. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Luca. So, what was his final stat line? 60, 21, and 10. He was a 61. That, that might be the best stat line I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, in your I, lifetime, yeah, probably. James yeah. Harden's done. Oh, don't, don't, don't compare James Harden to what Luca did. <laughs> Do not. Do not. James Harden has been impressive, yes, but has he ever been this impressive? Yes. You seem to forget who James Harden was. On the keyword was I okay? Yeah, he didn't do it this year, he did it on the Rockets. It's a whole his time on the Rockets is so far away, it just feels like a whole different universe. It's two and a half years, it's only been two and a half years since he was on the Rockets. Yes, it feels longer. I'm so confused. It's like two and a half, three years. In my defense, in my defense, I'm not used to it. I'm really not used. To, I'm not used to seeing him there. It, it could be worse. We, I, we, I could be. Uh, we could be talking about his time with the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that game was just. I mean, unreal, ridiculous. Overtime too. Overtime too. That he had a shot to send him into overtime, which is very Luca esque. If they're people are trying to find out who's going to be the next face of the league when you know Braun and all the Braun and all the other stars that are somehow still hanging around retire, Luka. um, yeah, it's you know it's going to be Luca, it, it's going to be Luca, and there's there's no question about it. Doncic, yeah. I I I'm thoroughly for it. I think that you know, in a sea of European players who have been joining the league, uh. The spiritual successor to Dirk Nowitzki has arrived, and arguably he might be better. He eclipsed Dirk's uh, single-game points record for the Mavericks last night. Yeah, I would say ridiculous. he probably is better. Probably, and he's only like, how how long has he been playing now? He's only like in his third or fourth season, right? Yeah, something like that. Dude is only um, 23. I'm older than him, wow. Yeah, it's his fifth season. Jeez. Luca's ridiculous. I might have to become a Mavericks fan just to watch him. Yeah, he's absolutely ridiculous, dude. His um his stats last night. He played 47 minutes. Uh was 21 for 31. Um he was 2 for 6 from 3, 16 for 22 from total from the field. Five offensive rebounds. Uh, 16 defensive rebounds, 21, which is 21 total, 10 assists, two steals, one block, four turnovers. His plus minus was seven, Jeez. which Christian Woods was 19, but that's because Luca played more. But yeah, grab 60 points. Like, this dude is ridiculous. Crazy thing about it though is that the, the Mavericks are still sixth in the conference. Oh, we got forty. We heard oh, he's alive. Here he is. <laughs> it wouldn't be a beer batted episode without a technical difficulty. It really wouldn't. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing better now, man. I uh, haven't had a phone for a night, so 
That was hectic, but I'm back now. It's good that you're back. Forty, now that you're here, let's uh, let's hear those opinions. What do we think? We're starting with basketball today. What do you think about Luca? What do we think about last night with Luca? <laughs> Luca Doncic is absolutely insane for what he did last night. Um, it's funny because I was just having a debate probably about two or three days ago in my Discord with uh, with a guy about Luca and Jason Tatum because you know how you know guys know how I feel about Tatum. Y'all should um, join that, by the way. You'll win some money. Yeah, definitely. But um, you know how I feel about Tatum. But uh, after last night, Jesus, like, and it's funny because right before that game ended, I was just going into my Discord chat and I'm like, Tatum just had another forty piece. He did this, that, and the third. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> and the next thing I know, Tim sending me 60, 20, and 10. And I'm like, bro, what? What is he doing out there? And at first I thought somebody was sending me like a 2K thing or something. I thought <laughs> I honestly thought it was fake. But when I saw it was real, and then when I saw how he got into overtime, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, the, that was a ridiculous shot, too. The missed free throw, and then the ball gets bobbled back to him, and it, it was crazy. I, yeah. I, don't I, I don't think I've seen this. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. You didn't see that? Insane circus shot. Hold on. Let me. Uh... He shouldn't have even gotten into overtime, Isaac. It was no. insane. I'm about to see it right now. This is live reaction of Isaac watching something. He... This is where we're talking about. We were talking about this before he jumped on. I need to start watching more basketball. I've not been. Wa- I've not been keeping up with the NBA as well as I should this season. So let me pull this up. Even uh... on, even Christmas Day NBA was a. It was very very good. A lot of the stars dropped 35 plus. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get a chance to watch. So I was watch. I wanted to talk about that actually. The NFL might be coming for the NBA in terms of the Christmas slot because I spent more time watching the NFL games. You know, I, I including the, the the Broncos Rams game that we'll talk about later, where the Broncos got roasted by a fictional fucking starfish. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. Like. You, when I was a kid, I was so hyped to watch the NBA Christmas games. Even if it was between two bad teams, I would think like, you know, oh, yeah, basketball, Christmas. But in recent years, I found myself more like, eh, football's on. Because there is nothing special about the Christmas games anymore. When it started out with the NBA doing – Mike? Hi, Mike. Uh, it started out with the NBA doing snowflakes on the jerseys of the patch, which was like a special thing for Christmas. And then it turned into the Christmas Day jerseys. And that's gone away to, and it only goes to the teams that play on Christmas and um, make the postseason the year before. So it's, it's nothing special anymore. They need to bring it back because it was truly like one of those things. It was like watching Thanksgiving, like watching football on Thanksgiving. That's something you do. When you're eating and hanging out with family, you watch yeah. the game because it's something special, and they just don't do that anymore. I watched a little bit of the first game with my dad and my brother, but my brother had put like a hundred bucks on the Packers, so we had to turn and put oh, it on the God. Packers game. It's a shame too, because like I love basketball. You know, most of my job at my job, most of the most of the games that I call it my job are basketball games. You know, so you know, I re- I wish I could get. I I wish. I'm going to make a, a, an effort starting my New Year's resolution to get back into basketball like I was when I was in uh, high school and college. Because ever since, you know, ever since getting to college and graduating from college, I found myself focusing more on like football, hockey and baseball and leaving basketball out. 
And then, of course, there's my main love is motorsports, but we don't cover motorsports on the show. We should, though. Um, hey, Mike, if you're listening, if you need a motorsports podcast, hit me up. I would love to start one. On the show. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Enough plugging. Enough plugging. Enough plugging. But um, my New Year's resolution, watch more basketball. By the way, I'm watching these Luca highlights right now as we speak. This dude's ridiculous. This dude is like – he's like yeah. if they took everything that made Dirk special and squeezed him into a Magic Johnson-sized player. I love it. Dirk's probably closer to Magic Johnson's height than Luca is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I forget Magic Johnson was tall. Magic Johnson was a six-eight point guard, bro. Yeah, that's insane. Six-eight point guard. It's ridiculous. I have watched so many documentaries about the Lakers and Magic specifically. Like, <laughs> oh, boo, boo! <laughs> Just watch. It's gonna be the next big thing that blows up in America. Anyway, go on, Kylie. Because their engines are gonna blow up. Hey. Um, <laughs> but I, you threw me off track. Um, you were talking about Magic Johnson. Yeah, no, Magic Johnson was so much fun to watch. I mean, unfortunately, I've only really, I've only seen highlights. But he, the the, the documentaries that come out on Apple on Apple TV and. Um, Hulu and ESPN Plus, like there's so many documentaries that you can watch and that cover not just Magic but the Lakers as a whole and their, and their history. Like, it's no wonder why we're talking. We talk about the Lakers even when they play like the Detroit Pistons right now. Like, hey, but just so we're clear, we all know who the best team of that decade was, right? It was the most yeah. creative and best player in the in the history of the NBA. The king of trash talk, the creativity of the little man from Indiana State, the white lightning himself, Larry Bird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not a huge Celtics fan, but watching Larry Bird highlights is just the most exciting thing ever. That There's yeah, nothing like that, dude. Larry. Hell no. Hell no. Watch, go watch his official mixtape the NBA dropped. That is the nastiest shit you will ever see any basketball player ever do. I think the only players Larry. who come close to that is like LeBron and Kobe and I guess MJ too. Those are the only three highlight films I've seen as nasty as Larry Bird's. People don't talk about Larry. Put Jordan told a short dude, shoot it, you fucking midget, when they were playing <laughs> against each other. Larry played a whole game with his non-dominant hand. Larry yeah, Bird, was ridiculous. Before a three-point contest, went into the locker room, looked at everybody and said, all right, just wanted to see who's finishing second. That's cold. That's cold. He is the best trash talker. Yeah, and even um even Tim when he when we had him on the show, he was like, "No, nah, yeah, they're they're true." Like he he was a trash talker. <laughs> yeah. When he traveled with the uh, with the Pacers, like oh, they just they just. Oh my God! Yeah. What? <laughs> what was that? That was that was what? That's Luca, man. Luca is. I gotta give the MVP to Luca. Ooh, yeah, no, yeah, no, give it to him. Give it to him. He made his MVP case last night. I'll give him yeah. that. But we're still early in the season. My boy JT is still balling. Yeah, I definitely think it's between Luca and Tatum. This and... the, that's the top two right now. There's nobody else involved. Yeah. It's between Luca and Tatum right now. They're yeah. the two guys that are consistently every night going out and averaging, go going out and putting up their average. In rebounds, assists, points, it doesn't matter. Like, Jason Tatum's uh, assists is three and a half. So, he ha- they a- have him averaging four assists a night. 
Yeah. And I actually had him for four assists a night last night on one of my cards. So he doesn't have any assists the whole entire first quarter. He doesn't have any assists the second quarter. But these guys know because he ended the game with four assists. Right before they called the timeout to take the starters out, he got his last assist. So those guys know. And, you know, they're, they're, they're keeping track of what's going on as well. So now that Tatum saw, okay, Luka had 60, 20, and 10, I just want to see what Tatum is going to do his next game now. Because yeah. those guys are the two guys that are going back and forth for this MVP battle at this at this moment in time. But yeah. Luka definitely has the upper hand after that performance last night. That that performance last night was crazy. Yeah. And the, the bias in me wants to say Joel Embiid in the conversation too, which he definitely is. But being – completely real we all know it's Luca and Tatum pretty big like gap and then it's the rest of the candidates like right now they're playing on a whole different level and I'm pretty excited because I'm going to the Sixers Celtics game next month speaking of games coming up do you guys know what sports games are happening the weekend of March 3rd that Friday through Saturday because apparently my dad got me tickets to something for my birthday he won't say what. Um, all I know is that he said, I don't think the team's very good right now, but we can still go. And I'm like, mm, who's he talking about? Because I know it's one of two teams. I tried to look for you. I couldn't find anything. Your Wizards. Well, it's, e- you. it's either the Wizards or the Caps. And regardless, I'll I'll take it. So speaking of the Caps. Um, oh, well, actually, before we transition into hockey, uh, let's do a quick stat roundup. Kylie, would you please give us our stats and standings for the NBA before we go to hockey? Because we actually have something to talk about in hockey. Yeah, we actually do. So let's go to the standings real quick. All right. So for the East, it's Boston at one, of course. Two, Milwaukee. Three, Brooklyn. Four, Cleveland. Five, Philly. Getting out of that uh, that play-in tournament. That's nice. Six, New York. Seven, Indiana. 8 Miami, 9 Atlanta, 10 Toronto. That completes the playoff picture kind of thing. And so with the play-in tournament, Indiana and Miami would play each other. The winner of that game plays Boston. The loser of that game plays the winner of Atlanta and Toronto. And then the winner of that game plays Milwaukee. And then after that, it's Brooklyn and New York, which would be, please give us a Knicks-Nets playoff series. Oh, my God. The the, the, the memes. The, the side talk video after the game would be legendary. Just imagine, like, the Knicks and the Nets in the garden at Barclays. Both fan bases can easily get to the game. Yeah, that'd the be lovely. It's going to write itself on that one. It's not just that. It's not just that. You know. New York fans are different. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen those videos of the Knicks fans after the, the first game of the season last year that Side Talk posted. The fact that those fans are going crazy and then randomly one guy's like, hey, hey, let's not forget that Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. It's like, <laughs> and, no, I want to be there. I want to go there. Knicks fans are fantastic. Did you see them when they played Atlanta in the playoffs last year? They won one game and they went stupid. Yeah, just because or the year before last, just because they were ecstatic to play in the playoffs, and I mean, I get it. That was me with the Phillies, so I get it. Except one team went to the championship, but that, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it would be 
Cleveland and Philadelphia, which that is actually a very interesting matchup if it were to happen. I think it would be very interesting to see them go at it. And then a lot so, of stars on this floor in that. Huh? A lot of stars would be on the floor in that. Absolutely. Donovan Mitchell, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Garland, like ridiculous. James Harden's been winning me a lot of money lately. Hey, he's Shout out to James, man. I love James Harden. Well, of course, Kylie. Yes. <laughs> and then in the East, just missing the playoffs at 11 is the Bulls. Sorry, Tim. Uh, at 12 is Washington. 13 is Orlando. 14 is Charlotte. And 15 is Detroit. Charlotte looked like they were going to be a team that was going to be in the playoffs this year. And I'm kind of surprised they're looking this bad so far. They're like the Timberwolves of the East. Yeah, but as always, it's early. So talking about playoffs right now isn't even really a thing to worry about right now. So this is just if it were to end today. And then for the West, unfortunately, Denver's at one. Uh, Two is New Orleans. Three is Memphis. Four is the Clippers. Five is Phoenix. Six is Dallas. Please get Luca some help. Seven is Sacramento. Eight is Portland. Nine is Utah. And ten is Golden State. Yeah. If the playoffs were to um, start after 23 games, it would be Sacramento and Portland playing each other. And the winner of that game plays Denver, or not Denver, plays New Orleans. And the loser of that game plays the winner of Utah versus Golden State. And the winner of that game would play Denver. Just missing out on the playoffs at 11 right now is Minnesota, 12 Oklahoma City, 13 Lakers, 14 San Antonio, and 15 is Houston. So I, I don't know what's going on with Houston. Yeah. Houston hasn't been the same since they let, let go of James Harden. Nope. Exactly. They have not. Um, going over to stats, uh, for offense on points per game, leading it is, of course, Joel Embiid with 33.7. But Luka is right behind him at 33.6. So that's going to be fun to watch. Leading in assists is Tyrese Halliburton with 10.2. Right behind him at 9.9 is Trey Young. In three-pointers made per game, it's obviously Steph Curry with five. Lillard is right behind him at 4.2. And for defense, leading in rebounds is DeMontis Sabonis at 12.5. Rudy Gobert is right behind him at 12.1. In blocks, Brooke Lopez is leading it with 2.5, but Nick Claxton is leading is right behind him at 2.3. And leading in steals is OG Anunoby with 2.2. Dude's going stupid. And at number two, right behind him with two saves or two steals per game is DeAnthony Melton, who is becoming a steal for yeah. us. 
an absolute yeah. steal. All right, let's move on to what Isaac only wants to talk about. Hockey. All right. Uh, so we all know that in every sport, there's this argument over who the goat is, right? You know, some sports is a little more clear. There's fewer, you know, there's fewer candidates. Like in basketball, we all argue, you know, is it is it Bill Russell? Is it Michael Jordan? Is it um, is it LeBron? Um, you know, in football, it's like is it Tom Brady or is it you know some Jerry Rice or is it someone else? But in hockey, generally, their consensus is yeah, it's Wayne Gretzky. Fuck as you want if you don't think it's Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Um, however, we have <laughs> not anymore because Alex fucking Ovechkin is making a case. Uh, he is now, let me just make sure I get my stats right. Alex Ovechkin. He is now. By the way, Gretzky eight. is still number one. Yes, but Alex Ovechkin is making a case. Uh, 802 goals. 802 goals. He is second only to Wayne Gretzky. He has the record for the most power play goals, most goals in away games, and most goals with the same team in NHL history. And is only the third player to score 800 goals in a, in a career. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's making a good case. He's still got yeah. a way to go to get to Gretzky, but he's making a good case now. It's he gotten to the point. Like Steph Curry is at three at shooting he is the best goal scorer of all time yeah no yeah he is he is he is um you know i think uh i was just making sure gretzky is the greatest hockey player ever ever see that's what i just said thank you mike (laughs) yeah i will agree to that um i will say this though ovechkin could make a case for the goat, but it, it, you're, you got to really stretch to get there. But he yes, could make if a case he if it. he beats Gretzky's the unbeatable record, which is possible, he should have passed Gretzky already. He could have scored roughly a hundred more goals if not for canceled games, exactly due to lockouts and COVID. Exactly. The, so he has a bigger case than the stats even show. So yeah. if he needs to get to goals all time. Um, not goals, points, points. That is the quote unquote, and most likely unbeatable record. That Uh, is is what's known as the unbeatable record. And if he does that, yeah, I mean, you might have to have an uncomfortable conversation. He's 20th (laughs) in all time. He's 20th in all time points. Is he 20th? Yeah. There's a lot of guys. Well, this is just regular season. Hang on a second. No, it's all like total is what I'm pretty sure. I don't, Mike. Well, Mike really he's it. he's second in goals, so all he's got to do now, if he he's got 802, the record for most goal team. career goals is 894, which Gretzky has. Ovechkin. I think that's the goal I'm talking about. I think that's the one I might be talking about. Then, yeah. I thought it, I o- thought it was points, but Ovi's 37. Hockey players have longer careers than normal other contact sports. Um, However, he's still 37. Yeah, uh, he's still surprisingly youngish. Uh, Mike's right. He's not going to pass Gretzky in points. That's unbeatable, but he could pass him in goals. And if he does that, then you have a case to say, okay, maybe. And again, this is a big stretch on the maybe because, again, Gretzky is the great one. 
he is the undis he is undisputed. Like there's a reason his number is retired in all of hockey. Yeah, yeah. Not many people get to do that. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, that kind of honor is only bestowed on the greats. Like when the Miami Heat retired 23 for Michael Jordan. Stuff like that. Yeah. And when LeBron retires, I guarantee they're going to retire, do something like that too. So it only happens to the greatest of the greats. Yeah. Reggie so, White retired by two teams, so it's it's. If you take away, okay, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. a good point. That's a yeah. fair point. Okay, this, yeah, this is the known thing. If you take away every goal Gretzky ever scored, he'd still have the most amount of points ever. Yeah, yeah. I actually know that, and I don't even really watch hockey. <laughs> hey, Calvin, here's your news resolution: get into hockey. <laughs> if I yeah. have to watch more basketball, you gotta watch more hockey, man. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, I will be right back. Keep talking. Speaking of hockey, uh, by the way, if you guys are not watching tonight's game between the Bruins and the Devils, uh, the top two teams of the East go and edit, do, do do yourselves a favor. Watch that. It's going to be great. Uh, well, Kylie's gone. Here's a quick look at the standings right now in the NHL. So, in the East, starting with the Atlantic, it is We're going to kick the Bruins' ass. Okay. Okay. I thought Kylie had gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Boston is still dominating the Atlantic, but Shut not up. as much as they have been because Toronto is starting to close in. Toronto's only seven points back. So... Boston and Toronto, those two classic original six rivals going at it. Tampa sitting in third place pretty comfortably, and in the wild card spot is a fierce fight between Detroit, Buffalo, Florida, Ottawa, and Montreal. All of those teams are within two games of each other for the wild card spot. So it's really tightened up there in the Atlantic. Here's where it hasn't tightened up the Metropolitan. Carolina's leading the division. New Jersey's hit a bit of a slump, but they're still firmly in second place, but by just okay. two points over Washington, who, thanks to Ovi's heroics, are starting to get their season back online. Wildcard spot is a tie right now between Pittsburgh and the Rangers. The Islanders are a game out, and then it is a steep fall back to uh, Philadelphia and Columbus, who are bringing up the rear with Columbus uh, firmly entrenched as one of the worst teams in the league. Ooh. Yeah, they're bad. Um... In the West, Dallas leads the Central Division by five points over Winnipeg. It's been those two teams fighting back and forth so far this season. Minnesota is a point back from second and third place. Wildcard spot is held by the defending champs Colorado by five points over St. Louis, so they're pretty comfortable there. Nashville is still in the running, but just barely. Bringing up the rear is Arizona, who again isn't as bad as we thought they would be, but they're still bad. And in the worst team in the league right now is Chicago, 8-21-4, just 20 points. It's what they deserve for all the How are you worse than Columbus? Well, <laughs> uh, your entire team had to be gutted because of a sexual assault scandal, and now you only have uh, your shell of your title-winning team from a decade ago. That's what happens. Completely yeah, deserved, Columbus. by the way. Uh, Columbus is the worst in the East. And Chicago's only two points away from Columbus, so as if they can win a couple of games, they will make Columbus the worst team in the league again. Um. <laughs> As for the Pacific, it is still a dogfight, just like it was last year. It is a dogfight for first place, with Vegas holding the lead by three points over uh, the Kings, with Seattle and Edmonton tied for third with 40 points. Edmonton would get the tiebreaker over Calgary to go to the wildcard game as the wildcard spot right now. Calgary is a point out of the wildcard spot. Vancouver's recovered nicely from their disastrous start to the season. San Jose and Anaheim, meanwhile, are just uh, 
brain making hockey in California a disgrace with Anaheim <laughs> being one of the worst teams in the league at 9, 22, and 4. Good job. Fun. Uh, here are your stat leaders. In terms of points, it's Connor McDavid, a full 10 points ahead of his teammate Leon Dreisaitl with 67 Jesus. points. McDavid also has the most goals on the season with 31. Leader in uh, plus minus is Hampus Lindholm of Boston with 27. And it just yeah, they, yeah. I, I, hockey, playoff hockey is different. It is. Um, in terms of goaltending, it is our boy Linus Ulmark. Uh, mm. Actually, no, it is a tie for goals against average between Ulmark and Carolina's uh, Pete. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Give me that. Uh, Piotr Kochetkov. Peter Kochetkov. Um, save percentage, it's Ulmark with 0.936. And wins, it's Ulmark with 19. Uh, yeah, Carolina is actually on a tear right now. Yeah, they are. Uh, if you want to win the division, that's the team you got to go through. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, no. They're not in our division. They're in your division. I know. Whatever. All right. Do we want to discuss? Let's let's quickly discuss baseball because I want to spend a lot of time on the NFL as usual because there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um Biggest thing, I think, to take away from baseball. Let's see. Um, well, the Yankees named Judge Captain. Of course. That's- In the notes, you wrote Jeter, by the way. I named Jeter? I wrote Jeter? Yeah. Ooh, oopsie. <laughs> um, he is what the else? first captain since Jeter, I think. Oh, there you go. I was just confused about that. Um, the Mets have the same concerns with Carlos Correa that led to the Giants deal falling through. There's concerns with his physical. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, let's talk about it. We can talk about it for a little bit. So, I... Wait, wait, Kylie. If we talk about this, we also have to talk about the Eagles losing. Yeah, dude. Eagles suck right now. It's fine. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) for people that aren't fully aware of the situation, Correa had to get surgery on, I forget which leg. I think it was his left leg. Um, but it could be he's right. Either one of his legs, and the when the Giants went to give him his physical, they were very concerned about it. With especially because of how he positions himself on the field and how he moves his body, it is a concern. And I, I actually watched a TikTok on that too, because um, you can actually learn from TikTok. Surprisingly enough, if you watch the right people. So it's probably because of the way he his body moves and everything that they got concerned about it and wanted to fix the deal for Correa. And then all of a sudden, as we all know, Correa just ups and goes to the Mets. And the Mets have the exact same issue about his leg and the long-term deal. But... What's different about it this time is the Mets are screwed because Calvin, Steve Cohen, your Uncle Steve, is an idiot and talked about the deal before it was official. Yep. Which means if Correa, every contract is pending physical. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing. Steve Cohen talked about the deal specifically before it was official. So that left them in a bit of a sticky situation because 
it could lead to um, the these specific people siding with the player on the contract dispute and going to Korea's favor and cause a whole shitstorm. So, because Steve opened his mouth too early, that's what happened. So that's wow. why it's taking so long because Correa's not going to get the same deal from the Mets as he got on the Mets from any other team, especially with a second team having the same concern. Yep. Because at first we thought, oh, well, the Giants are just incompetent or just ridiculous and whatever. But the Mets saw it too, and we were all like, oh, shit. That's not great. So there, he's not going to get the same money and length from any other team, so he's going to stick it out and wait for the Mets to figure it out. That's what's going to happen. We're screwed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Well. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing about it, and I'm just – I'm waiting for anything to happen. We'll see what happens. But there are a couple moves that have been made. So the – um, Dominican court com- convicts 10 of the 13 accused in the 2019 shooting of David Ortiz. So that's good. Um, Nathan Eovaldi signs with the Rangers for two years, $34 million. Gross. I know. Corey Kluber signs with the Red Sox. Gross. Um, one-year deal with the couple option for the year after. Gross. And the Phillies signed Craig Kimbrell for one year, ten million. Okay, is that good for you guys or bad? Um, I he wasn't great, but I am totally fine with this move if our pitching, if our uh, pitching staff can help him out, which I think they can because they're very analytics based and everything. So I really think. He might be better than a lot of people are saying. It's a lot of money. But at this point, like, money's money in baseball. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, That's so true. Which is fine because when you think about it, like, it's the best way to handle the the league because – if you have rich owners, they're going to want to spend the money to get the players. But if you're going to want to spend, you're going to have to pay more on a tax to get those guys. So I I like how it, it's done. Not a lot of people do. The salary cap just creates a lot of issues for teams. And this, the way baseball does it is kind of a way to keep players. If your owner is willing to fork up the money which all three of our teams, they have owners that are willing to spend all the money because they're smart. So shout out us for picking good teams. (laughs) 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, The final thing is, ironically, when I was doing the Bell Smashers podcast, 
uh, outfielder Dalton uh, Dalton Vershow to the since the Blue Jays for a package that includes top catching prospect Gabriel Moreno and Lourdes Goriel ended up being the other option, the other player that was included in it. So that was a crazy trade. And it was funny seeing, I saw a thing on Twitter that was like a Lourdes Goriel like fan Twitter account that said, I don't care what the deal is. I'm glad we got him or something like that. And then five seconds later, it was announced that Guriel was in the deal too. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. All right. Let's go into football where Isaac has been dying to talk about it. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about. So I'm just going to start off with, uh, I'm just going to go in order. Let's start off with the first thing. We have a new first place leader in the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Woo! Jacksonville has taken first place as Tennessee has fallen apart. Say it with me, folks. Tennessee, uh, what happened? Uh, how do you lose to a one-win Texans team? Well, whatever the case is, Jacksonville now finds themselves uh, firmly entrenched in first place in the South with the tiebreaker over the Titans, and they play in the final week of the regular season to determine the uh, to determine the division. They oh, speaking of line. you saying what happened. Uh... I don't like that James Jones did it to the Eagles against when we lost to the Cowboys. Yeah, well, James Jones got suspended from TikTok for a while. So again, uh, no, this was I was talking about the first time. So uh, it's all good. Look, I, all I all I need to know about James Jones is this. You know, I fear he's him. a legend. I fear him. <laughs> I fear him so much. I don't like him. I don't like him. We got to the point where people could comfortably say, I don't like him. I don't like it when my team loses. I have to deal with him. Right. Yeah. Um, no, but Jacksonville, they're looking good. They got hot right at the right time. They have. And that, their defense is looking really good. I mean, Trayvon Walker, we haven't really seen a lot from him, but I guess he's playing good. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, being the Trevor Lawrence we all thought he would be. Sorry about the awkwardness. I was taking my leg, my knee brace off. Chronic knee pain, everybody. Woohoo! Um, yeah, Tennessee—they're falling apart. They're falling apart, and it's coming down to the wire. And I would not be surprised if th- if this sees the Titans go through a full rebuild because this collapse has been painful. Yeah. Like, let me just pull this up real quick. Show you guys. So, oh, I want Tennessee. Tennessee Titans football, not volunteers. Everybody, everybody but Derrick Henry. That would be their full rebuild. They're not letting go of Derrick Henry. There's no yeah, doubt. no, keep him around. Listen to this. They were 7-3 and three in Week 11. They had just come off a victory over the Packers. You know what they did after that? Lost to the Bengals, lost to the Eagles, lost to the Jags, lost to the Chargers, lost to the Texans. They have lost five straight games to go from 7-3 and three to 7-8 and eight and on the chance of getting eliminated from the playoffs. Go Birds. That's incredible. I, I, I think we knew it. We saw it coming when they, you know, got blown up by Buffalo in week two, but I don't think we thought it would be this bad. No. We did not. Titans need There's to go full really zone read. All right. We'll see hmm. if that works. Uh, let's see what else. So we got a lot of cl- a lot of teams have clinched or were eliminated in the playoffs this past week. 
Buffalo has clinched the AFC East. They did need some help getting home due, due to that blizzard that hit Buffalo. I don't know if y'all saw this, but some of the videos coming out from Buffalo, that blizzard is brutal. Like, damn. I I don't know how people do it living in Buffalo. I genuinely hope that the Bills do well in the playoffs this year just to just because the people of Buffalo need it. That blizzard was brutal. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Browns are officially eliminated as they get knocked out by the Saints, and I gotta say this. This is what happens when you decide to throw away a season and to wait for uh, a predator to join your team. It's what they deserve. It's what they deserve. Seriously, though, think about it. They waited. They waited to actually give a, give a shit about the season until Deshaun was active. They went into yeah. the season basically being like, yeah, we don't care what happens. We just want Deshaun back. So they threw this. The, I, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm pissed off. They threw the season away. Mm-hmm. And by the time Deshaun gets back, oh, whoop de doo Guess what? He's shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's what they deserve, I guess. And everybody was trying to tell me that he was better than Lamar Jackson. It's crazy talk. Absolutely crazy. Speaking yeah. of Lamar Jackson, uh, his Ravens have secured a playoff berth. They're in, and they knocked out the Falcons. Thank I you. Got a, I got a Lamar jersey for uh, Christmas. So. Oh, Very nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, Atlanta. Baltimore fan now. Nah, I'm just a big Mar fan. You guys know that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say this for Atlanta. Uh, fairly well, Falcons. You put up a good fight. The fact was, you were a team rebuilding, and rebuilding teams generally don't make the playoffs. So, they did better than expected. Yeah, <laughs> I'll true. say that. That's true. Uh, speaking of the NFC South, the Panthers have kept their playoff hopes alive with that big win over the Lions. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, no. plus rushing yards combined as a team is just ridiculous. I don't know how they pulled that shit off. You guys laughed at me for picking them to go to the playoffs. Uh, they might. They have to beat Tampa Bay. Um, by the way, by the way, Tampa Bay uh, saved their season with that clutch win over the Cardinals. It was ugly. I watched the whole game on my couch like this. <laughs> Even when we won, I was like, ah, "Good." I I. I know you don't think, Isaac. I know you don't. But if Tampa Bay sneaks in the playoffs, that'd be the team I'd hate to play. I'm not going to lie to you. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how old he is. I don't care how many injuries he's had, torn ACLs, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. It's Tom Brady. I'm not betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't care who he's playing against. I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I've lost too much money in my life betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. And I refuse. The thing is, we have Dallas in the first round no matter what. Whoever wins the South is going to get the Cowboys. That's a team that I have no idea what Dallas is going to bring. So So, The thing is, I'm not worried about Dallas, though, because especially for you guys, because you guys, I don't know, for whatever reason, know Dallas. Like, you guys own the shit out of Dallas. Yeah, you yeah, guys know you guys know Dallas like the back of your hand. Like, give us some tips. Reason, what are you saying? Give us some tips. <laughs> nah, seriously, because we got them next week. I think so. We definitely need a tip or two. Uh, but, you know, tips to winning against Dallas is simply this: um, <sighs> have Tom Brady. Have Tom Brady. Yeah, that 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 works. Okay. No, here's the thing, though. It's funny because you guys play Dallas in a must-win game with Carson Wentz under center. Oh yeah, Carson Wentz. Any idea how hard I'm rooting for you? Yeah. 
I have any idea how much I want the Commanders to win. I have never wanted them to win a game more in my life. If Carson can come out and win these next two weeks and get us in the playoffs, I'll have nothing to say about him. <laughs> well, I really think we should have won with Sam Howe at this point. Is it in Washington or is it in Dallas? It should be in uh, Washington. Right? Yeah, I think we're home this time. We played. Yeah, we played in Dallas this year. We wore the black jerseys. Yeah, you did. Ooh, that was a rough. That was a rough game. <laughs> you got. I mean, hey, you guys may have lost this week. To be fair, nobody's beaten the 49ers. NFL ranked them as the best team in the league right now. Their power rankings because Big Cock Brock is here and he is just blowing everybody away. Thing um, is. The thing is about that game, though, we we were in that game until about the third quarter. You were. It was a close. I was watching my um, one of my my roommate's boyfriend just recently got a Paramount Plus, so we could watch the local CBS game. So we were watching that game. It was you pretty were, back and forth. You guys were for fighting. A it. Second. You were yeah, fighting. it was. It was a back and forth game for a second, and then they just took off, and it was like, yeah, there's no coming back from this. <laughs> you guys, should we win this week against Cleveland? But yeah, I hope so. But there is a stat that's flying around the NFL. And the week after a team plays the 49ers, the, the, they're 0-13 right now. So every team that's played the 49ers this year and lost <sighs> to them, they've lost the next week. Damn. That's going to be close. That's crazy. So, so if, if they, this is an important game, if the week 18, Dallas and Washington, you guys want to go? Yeah, you know, I want to go. <laughs> Mate, how much would tickets be? Because that's the problem. That depends. They're pretty expensive right now. Yeah. Uh, Kylie, like, I, I have bills to pay. <laughs> I can't afford to go to NFL games yet. NFL is way too expensive right now. Yeah, NFL yeah. is expensive as shit right now. So, looking at the playoff standings right now, in the AFC, Buffalo, Kansas City have both clinched their divisions. Cincinnati and Baltimore have both clinched playoff berths. And uh, whoever wins that division is probably going to come down to the wire because they play each other week week eighteen. Chargers clinched a wild card berth. They did. Yeah, I like I, I like it. I like the Chargers back in the playoffs. When the Chargers, Chargers. When I was growing up, the Chargers were one of those teams that were always in the playoffs. So it's nice to see them back in. So I, I was just saying to somebody yesterday, actually, maybe that wasn't yesterday. Maybe it was a couple of days ago, but um. This might be the most electrifying AFC playoffs quarterback wise that we've seen in a while. You got Patrick Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert, you got uh Josh Allen, you got Lamar Jackson, you got maybe Tua Tonga Viola. Maybe um the offensive lost four straight now, so maybe. Yeah, that like I said, maybe Tua Tonga Viola. Um, but okay. even those four right there, even without Tua, yeah. you have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Uh, jo- uh, Josh Allen and uh, Joe Burrow. Joe, oh yeah, I can't yeah. forget about my boy Joe. Joe and Burrow, got Joe Burrow. This is the most electrifying playoff quarterback wise that we've seen in a while. Dallas doesn't have a chance to get the one seed, Yoni. Like they're they're, they're not getting the one seed. There's a chance. Well, but that requires the Eagles to completely fall apart. Without Lane Johnson, with Gardner Minshew. No CJ Gardner Johnson. I'm just saying it's yeah, it's in the East football for you. But to add to your point, Calvin, you're right because also 
along with those guys, look, think about the quarterbacks who are still uh, alive for the playoffs right now. You know, I mean, along with those guys who have clinched, you got Trevor Lawrence, Tua, yeah. Mac Jones, maybe Mike fucking White, Kenny Pickett, and Derek Carr. I'm not counting the Titans because they're not making the playoffs anymore. No, they're, 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 dead. they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're they're not going back. Yeah. That is a ridiculous quarterback class for the for the East. I mean, for not, not the East, the a- AFC. Yeah, the I just AFC, love it. Yeah, it's very stacked this year, quarterback wise. I love it. It's it's very fun because it's a lot of the young guys too that they're like. Oh, who's the next, you know, who's the next best guy? Who's the next best guy? And all of those guys are right here, right now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious what you guys think. Looking at the playoff picture, who are the final teams going to be? So like, for example, with the AFC, but the teams that already clinched, I think the final teams are going to be Jacksonville winning the South. And hear me out. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to, cl- are going to take the last wild card. They're going to come out of nowhere. I'm telling y'all it's happening. And I'm curious who you guys think the last two playoff teams in the AFC are going to be. Um, I'm going Jets. Hell no. I, I'm going to go. Uh, I agree with the Jaguars. Yeah, I got to go Jags. I'm going to go Jags and. Uh, I'm not picking the goddamn Jets. <laughs> <laughs> who are the other? Who are the other one? Uh, the other teams uh, um, eligible for that final wild card spot: Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Titans, Steelers, Raiders, and Jaguars. I'm going Jags and Dolphins. Even with Tua possibly being out because of his concussion, Tua's out. Oh, Tua is out. I'm going Jags and Raiders. Hmm. Raiders have the longest shot. They have the Raiders have to be perfect, and everyone else has to lose. So, it could happen. All right. Uh, same question, but now with the NFC. The NFC, they've got we got three more teams to determine. The Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, and Cowboys have all clinched. Right now, right now, it is Tampa Bay with the South. So, pick my last two wildcard teams in the South winner. Like I'm going to say, Tampa wins the South, and for my final two wildcard teams, I'm going to take the Giants and the Lions. I'm going Giants, Lions, Panthers. I'm going Tampa Bay, Washington, and Green Bay. Ooh. Ooh. Just so we know, the Giants probably are going to clinch because they play the Colts this week, and all they have to do is win in their end. But I like I like these picks. I like them. I still think Detroit could get in because of uh, even with that setback. I think that the the Lions. I, I still have faith. I still have I like faith. the Giants to lose the last two. Washington and Green Bay sneak in. Green Bay's got I think just two divisional games left. They've got yep. Minnesota and Detroit, and they're both at home. You're not beating Aaron Rodgers at home. I don't care if it's Minnesota. I don't care if it's Detroit. You no. Know. Giants have got Indianapolis and Philadelphia at home. So even if I had a backup pick, I'd go Giants, Reds, Giants, Washington, because that'd be the other. But I really like the I literally like Green Bay and Washington. I feel like the Giants are going to lose the next two for whatever reason. Even if the Giants make it, I just got to say this season's been so impressive for them. I know, I know, it's it, it, the last couple of months it's been rough, um, 
I know December was br- and November were brutal for them, but man, they've really turned it around this year, completely. Like they're guaranteed a non-losing season. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm it's very impressed. I, I I think Brian Dable has a good chance to get a Coach of the Year award. And also before. Really? I just want to bring this up real quick. Bring this up. If Justin Jefferson gets enough yards in the next two games that he breaks the single season uh, receiving total, is he MVP? I already said that when Booger was on the uh, podcast. Justin Jefferson deserves to be MVP. That guy is ridiculous. He should be in the conversation for sure. But not MVP, right, Kylie? It's tough because... It's such a quarterback... Yeah, it is. I just want a receiver to get it for once just to prove that they can because Justin Jefferson, think of all the amazing clutch catches he's made this year. Think about how many times he's he's taken the Vikings on his back and gone and w- done it all. Yeah, like I'm I'm not saying he shouldn't be like he shouldn't win it, but I'm saying in like being realistic about it, I don't think he will get it, of course, but he's definitely gonna get at least offensive player of the year. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. No. If they don't give him offensive player of the year, that shit is rigged. I don't. Unless, care. They, don't, unless they give him MVP, which I right now it seems to be between Mahomes, Hurts, and uh, maybe Josh Allen. You can't count Joey B out of there, though. No, absolutely not. You really can't. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. We all know who the MVP is. He's. I mean, he's played great all season. As much as people want to say, is it the team more as it hurts? It doesn't fucking matter. That guy, you can see he put work in in the offseason to change his whole entire game. Doesn't matter if he has A.J. Brown. Doesn't matter if he has Devontae Smith. Doesn't matter if he has Miles Sanders. His mentality towards the game changed a lot from this year and last year. So we know who the MVP is. As much as I hate to say it, it's the guy in my division, Jalen Hurts. So as far as offensive player of the year, they they should 1,000% give it to Justin Jefferson. Here's a little bit of uh, breaking news. Sun star Devin Booker will miss at least four weeks with a left groin strain. Oh, rough. There you go. Also breaking news. Um, this is this is going to be stupid breaking news, but it it's happening. Um 49-year-old free agent wide receiver Terrell Owens has been in contact with the Cowboys about rejoining the team and the NFL. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Not the a fan? Yo can still run with these young boys. That's the thing. About to burn my T.O. jersey. That's who I'm picking as MVP. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to get that second one. No, hurts. no. Because Pat, Patrick has had so many like insane plays this year. And insane moments. We're getting Kermit the Frog. It goes to hearts. The Chiefs have kind of been under the radar this year in a way because it's like, you know, we expect them to be good at this point. But it's weird because it's not like they're good like the Patriots good. Like Patriots good is like, oh, God damn it. The Chiefs are in the playoffs again. No, this year's like, oh, the Chiefs. Well, you got to get through them. But look, if you look closer, you see what Patrick Mahomes has been doing with this team. It's like, damn. All right, maybe. Hurts. I will say he's got to he's got to avoid the interceptions. That's the only thing holding him back. Hurts. All right, Kylie. Whatever you're gonna you're gonna chill, Kylie. Let's uh let's do our game picks for this week. Um. Oh crap! Did I close out? Where'd it go? There, there it is. Okay. Good job, Isaac. 
Here's our game. All right, game picks time. So, <laughs> 16 games. Uh, last week, the winner of last week was me with 13 and three. I think, uh, yeah, that was That's a great, right. week. Um, great week. It helped that it, uh, that Houston beating Tennessee pick helped. Galvin, you finished second at 12 and four. Kylie, nine and seven. Disappointed. What were my misses? You, your misses were Tennessee, Seattle, Detroit, Philly, Las Vegas, Miami, and Indianapolis. Who are my misses? Cleveland, Tennessee, Detroit, and Washington. And then mine were Atlanta. Philly to lose? Yeah. You suck. Wow. No Girl. wonder I lost that parlay the other day. I forgot what I picked on here. That's why. I, that See? <laughs> oh, man. We're not uh, friends anymore. Overall, uh, I'm still leading the way. 151 wins, 89 losses. Calvin second at 132 and 94. Kylie, 139, 101. Woo! Yeah, bringing up the rear. All right. <laughs> we got a lot of fun games this week. Penultimate week of the regular season. Tons of teams can clinch playoff berths. It starts off with a Thursday night match that I'm actually looking forward to just for the uh, sheer hilarity of the situation. Cowboys taking on the Titans. Dallas is going to try and just bury the Titans even mo- more. Uh, and I think they will. I'm taking the Cowboys to win this one. Who you guys got? Easily Cowboys. Hate to say it, but Cowboys are going to destroy them. Please, both jinx. Who are you taking? This man. This this dude. Very trappy game. Dallas just came off a 40-point effort against Gardner Minshew in Philadelphia. Game of the year, by the way. That was the best game of the year I've seen so far. And not only that, they have to travel. They had to travel to Tennessee, you know, short week. Tennessee's coming off a loss to the worst team in the NFL. I like Tennessee. If Dallas loses this game, please, does Philly clinch no matter what? I think so. Dallas is losing the next two because we're beating them too. All right. Uh, moving on to Sunday's early games. Our first game is the one nobody cares. Can anyone cares confirm to. that though? I think I think Philly does clinch if Dallas loses. Okay, so I'm regrettably a Titans fan this week. Got it. Yeah. Uh, our our early games. We're going to start with the uh, the games that really don't matter, and the first one that doesn't matter at all is uh, the uh, four win Cardinals versus the five win Falcons. Who gives a shit? Well, you got to pick it. I'm taking Atlanta to win. Atlanta by three. Atlanta. Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, those are the worst. Chicago versus Detroit. The Lions trying to cling to their hopes of a playoff berth, taking on a Chicago team, trying to avoid getting the number one over. Well, actually, in this case, uh, gunning for the number one overall pick. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Detroit. Easy pick. Although Chicago has looked really good these last couple of weeks. They gave the Eagles a handful, and that game against Buffalo was tight until the until the half. Here's the thing, though. If for some wild reason, some crazy way, Chicago gets the number one overall pick, what do they do? Well, they definitely can't go quarterback. Right. I say they traded to Washington so we can get Bryce Young. Or Indy. Indy might trade some pieces for it. 
that's just me joking. Everybody that's watching too, I know we're not getting Bryce Young. We have Sam Howell for whatever reason. We couldn't just stay down. <laughs> couldn't stay down for one year so that we can go get Bryce Young. Like it's just amazing to me. Who you got winning this game, Calvin? I honestly, I I, I like Chicago, man. Detroit disappointed me last week. I like Chicago. I wouldn't put it past Chicago to beat him. Again, Chicago's looked good. Yeah. Uh, Broncos Chiefs, the absolute worst team in the league who has fired their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, is gone. Oh, I didn't get a chance to talk about this. Can we talk about the fact this game, the the Rams-Broncos game was simulcast on Nickelodeon. They had uh, the voice actor who does Patrick from SpongeBob was calling the game as Patrick. I'm sorry. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was the a fictional star thing ever. A fictional star. That's good. Sp- the shit out of you. Brendan Perna, who runs That's Good Sports, the Denver Broncos uh, YouTube channel, he uh, he kept repeating it over. He has a series called The New Worst, 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 Worst Game Ever, which is every game this season for the Broncos. And this this week's edition, he kept mentioning how, did I mention that we got roasted by a fucking fictional starfish? <laughs> so uh, That's not what he wanted to cook. Yeah, that's not what he wanted to cook. Um, funny. Yeah, uh, give me the Chiefs by a million. <laughs> More Nickelodeon games, please. <laughs> for the adults. We're all taking the Chiefs for this one, right? Oh, God, yeah. Chiefs by a thousand. Chiefs on what? Chiefs versus who? Broncos. Broncos. Oh, yeah, Chiefs. It's no yeah. question. Chiefs actually by 10. I want to say Chiefs by 10. Okay. Uh, Dolphins Patriots. This is a really crucial game for the AFC Patriots. Where is it? Uh, it's in New England. Patriots need to stay a lot, trying to stay alive in the playoff hunt. Dolphins are probably going to be without Tua because of another concussion. Uh, I'm taking New England for that reason to win because I think the Dolphins are in deep trouble. They've lost four straight. Tua's hurt again. If it was in Miami, I would have picked Miami regardless. But I'm going. I'm going um, New England. I'm going Miami, man. I don't. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Two is out. I'm going New England. All right. Colts versus the Giants. The Giants can clinch a playoff berth with a win. It would be their first, excuse me, playoff berth since 2016. Colts just trying to close out the season on a high note. They're eliminated. They got nothing to play for. They can't wait to get rid of Jeff Saturday. I'm taking the Giants (laughs) to win. G-Men are getting to the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Agreed. Give me the Colts. Interesting. All right. Calvin's being the contrarian this week. I like it. <laughs> Saints, Eagles. Uh, Eagles trying to wrap at the number one seed. Saints trying to avoid getting eliminated. Kyla, your team better whoop the snot out of those flirt of fucks. Give me the Eagles. We want that draft pick. We're going to kick their ass, I hope. So Give me the Eagles. Go birds. I'm going birds, hopefully. Go birds. Panthers. Usually when I'm like, we're going to kick their ass, so – and that never worked out. So I'm going to say, I hope we win. I think we'll win. We'll see. I should win. Panthers, Bucks. The NFC South comes down to this game. The Bucks can clinch the NFC South in a playoff berth with a win. Panthers can keep their playoff hopes alive and take the lead in the South with a win, which would also mean they would have the tiebreaker over the Bucks because they would get the sweep. I'm taking Tampa to win. I'm not counting on my boys just yet, but it's going to be ugly because all of our games this year have been ugly to watch. Who do y'all play again? Panthers. Panthers. Oh, give me Panthers. I like Tampa. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. What the what, 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 what? Raiders are benching Derek Carr and turning to Jarrett Stidham as their starting quarterback. What? Where? Shefty. What the hell? No, Rappaport's reporting it too. What? Carr has thrown a league-leading 14 interceptions, including three Saturday night during a 13-10 to 10 loss to the Steelers. Stidham has thrown only 61 passes and never has started in an NFL game. <laughs> what they play the this- hell are the Raiders doing? They're trying to kill Jared Stidham. You know who they play this week? They play San Francisco. They play arguably the best team in the league. Oh, they're going to kill Jared Stidham. They're actually going to kill him. So I'm just going to put down San Francisco for all of us for their game. Oh. Yeah, San Francisco by three million. What San the Francisco, hell? Yeah. San Fran, San Fran. Yep. Washington taking on Cleveland. Big game for the Commanders. They have to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Cleveland, meanwhile, they're out. Their season is lost. They don't care anymore. Left hand up. Yeah, left hand up. Go Washington. We're all taking Washington. Good. You see, it look, we could have we stayed down for that, too, because we was in talks about Derek Carr last year. Instead, we're going to get Sam Howell and Carson Wentz. What the fuck? Hey, 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 hey. No Wentz slander. Wentz is garbage. Yeah, he's he has to show me something these next two weeks. He better come out here and win these football games. If right. he wins and you guys go to the playoffs, what do y'all do next year? If he wins and goes to the playoffs, I'll personally not nah, actually I'm not wasting my money on that Carson Wentz jersey. He'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> but um if he wins and goes to the playoffs, he's still gone next year. You think? I just don't know what we're gonna do with him. Like, what are we gonna do with this guy? Like, no one knows. Get I have no this idea. Guy. Like this guy, he's he, he oh, man, he's just. If we don't get rid of him, Taylor Heineke will have the same season we had this year, next year, because somehow, some way, Wentz will get injured by week four. Taylor Heineke will come back in again. They'll still not put Sam Howell in, and blah blah blah. Then. Taylor Heineke will fuck up, and then they'll put Carson Wentz back in, and we'll just keep repeating this shit over and over and over again. Hopefully, we get a new owner this offseason. We get a new everything this offseason, and they take care of business the way that shit's supposed to be taken care of because Carson Wentz is not it. Taylor Heineke's not it. Sam Howell's not it. We have all that receiver talent. Do you know that I think it's been five games this year or six games this year that uh, – Terry, Jahan, and uh, Curtis have played with each other. And in those six games, I think three uh, in three of those six games, all three of them have scored. Holy we have shit, this, Terry McCorn has 1,000 yards. Exactly. Yeah. This is third straight year with 1,000 yards. We have all this receiver talent and no quarterback. We need a consistent quarterback. Chinese fans want to say CD Lamb is better than A.J. Brown. He's not even the third best wide receiver in the league. Exactly, like in the in the NFC East, let me go with AJ Brown. I'm sick of this uh non consistency at quarterback bullshit. So even if we make it to the playoffs, Kylie, your an- my answer is we need to get rid of Carson Wentz. I agree. It, it's a I think it's a player option or a team option after this year. I forget what the whole details of that contract are, but Completely unrelated, but I just found out what the what the name of the next Avatar movie is going to be. The Seed Bearer. Hey yo, are you serious? 
Okay, I'll, I, you know what? I'll wait. I'll give James Cameron's credit. By the way, go see Avatar Way of Water, guys. If you haven't seen it already. I've watched I haven't I've seen gone, it. I've seen it three times. <laughs> Zoe Saldana's in that? Yeah. yeah she was at the Orioles game I was at. Nice. Nice. Let's wrap up our picks so we can wrap up today's show. Uh, yeah. Give me the quick one. Jags, Texans. Uh, Jags. Who's Jags? Jags. Jags. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Jet Seahawks. Crucial game for both teams trying to get playoff points. Mike White is starting because Zach Wilson is benched. He's done. He got booed out of MetLife. Give me the Jets. Jets. Wait, Jets versus who? Seahawks. Seahawks. It's tough. Seattle. Why are y'all picking the Jets? What's going on over there? Mm-hmm. Pass that shit. <laughs> what is going on over there? I want the Jets uh, to make it. Uh, Vikings Packers, crucial game for both teams. I'm taking the Vikings to win this. Vikings, please, for the love of God, bury Aaron Rodgers. Give me the cheese heads. Green Bay. All right. Battle of LA time. Rams, Chargers. Um, I think it's safe to say the Chargers are winning this. Chargers. Yeah. Well, go Chargers, go. They're probably benching a lot of players. Ah, they still want. They still want to get that fifth seed. Hmm. Chargers. All right, Sunday night, Rams. Steelers, Ravens. I'm going Rams. Are you going Rams? Yeah. All right, all right. Steelers, Ravens. Give me Ravens. I'm taking the Steelers. I think Pittsburgh is is going to win out and make the playoffs. <laughs> give me Pittsburgh. eight is back. As long as eight's on that field, check them all for me. This game is going to be really funny for me because my roommate uh, and slash landlord, she's a Ravens fan, and her boyfriend who lives with us is a Steelers fan. Okay, yeah, it's good. Look, I'm getting, I'm getting home from New York from New Year's uh, that day, so hopefully I get home in time for that game because ooh, that's wow, oh, I love it, I love it, I love the drama. I was hitting a Cowboys fan, bro. That can't happen. Oh, uh, yeah, no, they don't speak to each other on those days, apparently. Yeah, I don't blame them because that is insane. All right, whatever. One last game. One last Respect game. Final, them, never. <laughs> our final Monday night game of the season. They say it's the best for last, literally. Buffalo, Cincinnati, possible preview of a playoff Ooh, matchup. I love this. Um, I think Cincinnati. Burr, give me yeah. Burr. Give me Burr. Give me All going with Cincinnati. I love it. I love it. Yep. All right, we'll see how that works out. But that's going to wrap it up for us today, guys. Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching episode 49. Just so you know, next episode is going to be the first episode of the new year, episode 50. We're going to do something big for episode 50 that we don't know yet that we're going to figure it out. Um, But that being said, you guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. This show, as always, is brought to you by the Fired Up Sports Podcast Network. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Sports underscore pod interact with us live on facebook or youtube we are always happy to talk to you guys and head over to the link in our twitter bio in our twitter bio for our merch we want to get new merch to you guys soon but we got to see you guys buying it first and we like like listen 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 it's good quality stuff It's, it's getting cold out there it's getting freezing some of us you know we need multiple layers or you could have a nice wool sweatshirt from the beer battered sports podcast that because it's wool you only need a single layer it's comfy Comfy too, yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for that place. They're high quality. Yeah, but th- anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next week.
Peace. Yes. See you guys next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New See you all next year. <laughs> I had to. <laughs>